What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 16 of the FanCast Live Podcast, Giants Football Edition. You can find this episode on the Podbean app at FanCastLive.com, as well as all the other top podcast platforms. Hi, I'm John Carlo. Thanks so much for tuning in. During this episode, I'll be covering a number of topics, including the Giants 2020 season schedule, the main takeaways regarding the makeup of said schedule, and I'll have some insight on the Giants offseason, including free agency and the NFL draft. So stay tuned and enjoy the show. Three, two, one. Turn it up. Hey guys, once again, thanks so much for tuning in. If this is your first time listening to the show, please be sure to rate, like, comment, and subscribe. Follow us across all social media platforms at Fancast Live. If you're passionate about New York sports and want to be a guest on the show, please email us at fancastlive at gmail.com. And lastly, if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so by either utilizing the shop and resources sections on the website at fancastlive.com or by sending donations via PayPal to paypal.me slash giancarlo219. That's paypal.me slash giancarlo219. Thank you. This segment of the FanCast Live podcast is sponsored by Well Done Electric. If you're in need of an electrician, please contact James. He's a full-time electrician specializing in repairs, installations, troubleshooting, upgrades, lighting, and more. James is currently serving Westchester, Putnam, and Dutchess counties. For a free estimate, please call James Cranwell at 646-671-9411. James is up to date on standard electrical code. He does quality work, comes highly recommended, and everyone raves about a job well done. Well done, Electric. Let him know Giancarlo sent you. So the NFL had its official release of the 2020 season schedule last Thursday. And with that said, I feel the 2020 season is going to be the beginning of a new era for the New York Giants. For one, the Giants will start someone other than Eli Manning at quarterback in week one for the first time since 2004 when Kurt Warner was the starter. Secondly, there's a new judge in town. Joe Judge is the new head coach of the New York Giants, and with him he brings a new coaching staff, most notably offensive coordinator Jason Garrett, who spent the last 10 seasons as the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, and defensive coordinator Patrick Graham, who spent last season with the Miami Dolphins. General manager Dave Gettleman, although he's been criticized since coming aboard in 2017, I feel has had a very productive 2020 offseason. He went out and signed some very productive players through free agency. Most notably, cornerback James Bradbury, linebackers Blake Martinez and Kyla Fackrell. He franchise-tagged defensive tackle Leonard Williams. On the offensive side of the ball, he went out and signed offensive lineman Cam Fleming, tight end Levine Toilolo, and QB Colt McCoy, just to name a few. Then at the draft, he finally addressed the offensive line. He selected, with the fourth overall pick, 
left tackle Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. In total, he took three offensive linemen. The other two he took was Matt Prayett with the uh, third-round pick and Shane Lemieux with the fifth-round pick. He also drafted two key components for the Giants' defense in safety, Xavier McKinney out of Alabama with the second-round pick, 36th overall. Many feel he should have went in the first round. And with the fourth-round pick, he selected cornerback Darnay Holmes out of UCLA. How this translates into the season, we'll soon find out. You have to think that Dave Gettleman has to be on the hot seat and there's a good chance he'd be replaced if the Giants get off to a slow start. These are certainly challenging times while the country continues to deal with the COVID-19 pandemic. That said, teams have to operate differently. How will first-year head coach Joe Judge deal with the current situation with having to do mostly everything remotely? I'd assume this would be most difficult for a, t- for a first-time head coach as opposed to an established head coach. Joe Judge, to me, seems to have it all figured out. We'll soon find out. Okay, so let's take a look at the Giants 2020 season schedule. Now, before we get started with that, I want to let you know that there are a few things that I like to analyze as I look at the schedule. And there's about five or six things I like to, to look for. Number one, where did the Giants start? Where did the Giants finish? Well, I can see right off the bat that the Giants will start at home in week one and finish uh, at home in week 17 for the finale. In week one, they take on the Pittsburgh Steelers on Monday Night Football on September the 14th. Um, this will be the first time the Giants will not be facing a team uh not named the Dallas Cowboys. They had started four of the last five seasons in Dallas in week one. Um, for As far as Joe Judge is concerned, now we all know he's making his head coaching debut week one on the biggest stage on Monday Night Football at home at MetLife against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, this is going to be the first Monday night home opener for the New York Giants since 1995 when they lost to the Dallas Cowboys. As far as the Pittsburgh Steelers are concerned, the Giants last faced the Steelers in 2016 on the road uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, and I believe that was a loss uh, at Heinz Field. And the last time they faced off against the Steelers at MetLife was 2012. Again, another loss. Uh, in week 17, they'll they'll be facing the Dallas Cowboys. Now, the irony here is obviously they don't face them in week one this year. Like I've already mentioned, they had faced off against the Cowboys on the road for the last five years. This time, they'll be finishing against the Cowboys. Uh, the only difference here is they'll be playing at MetLife instead of in Arlington, Texas. Uh, this will be the fourth year in a row. The Giants will finish their season at home the eighth time in nine years. So the second thing I look for is primetime games. How many primetime games do the Giants play in 2020? Well, looking at the schedule, I can see there's there's three. Two Monday nighters and one Thursday night game. The first Monday night game, obviously, we've already covered. That's the home opener week one against the Pittsburgh Steelers at MetLife on September the 14th. The second is going to be week eight at home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Now, fun fact here is this is going to be the first time in the 51-year history of Monday night football that the Giants uh, host two Monday night games. 
Uh, the other primetime game is going to be a Thursday night game, and this one is going to be on the road in Philadelphia on October the 22nd. I believe that's week seven. Um, the Giants are 25-41-1 on Monday Night Football. They're 9-11 of those games at home. Um, this will be... The, the Monday night home opener is going to be the first one since 1995. I already covered that. That was the loss to Dallas. And the last time the Giants opened the season on Monday night football was in 2014 in Detroit when they lost to the Lions. The Giants on Thursday night football are 4-6 and six all time and 2-5 and five on the road. Now, a key note here is the Giants will play back-to-back primetime games. That's obviously the Week 7 Thursday night game in Philly and then the Monday nighter at home against Tampa Bay. The third thing I like to analyze, obviously, are divisional games. Now, divisional divisional games are very important. They're, they're teams that you will face twice in a season, once at home and once on the road. And... They're very critical. They're crucial games. You, the Giants need to start taking these divisional games a bit more seriously because they haven't done very well against the NFC East the last three-plus years. But the, uh, the thing here is the Giants will be playing five of their six divisional games in the first ten weeks of the season. And... The five come in a six-game span between weeks five and ten. Now, week five, they'll be in Dallas on October the 11th. Week six, week six, they'll be at home against the Skins. Week seven is a Thursday night game in Philly. Week nine is a game on the road at Washington on November the 8th. And uh, week ten, they'll play at home against Philly on November the 15th. And obviously, Week 17, we've already covered, is the home game against the Dallas Cowboys. Now, in between Weeks 7 and 9, where they're on the road in Philly and Washington, they'll play that Monday night game. You know, um, so they'll have somewhat of a break um, in between divisional games there. Um, the, as I've already mentioned, the Giants don't play another divisional game in the second half of the season until the finale at home against uh, the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, the key note here um, is the Giants will have finished their season series against the Eagles and Skins um, by week 10, which is November the 15th. That's crazy. So that means that the Giants will have to put some kind of... Um, importance in these divisional games because they'll be playing five of the six right off the bat in a six-week span and those games are crucial they have to take these games very seriously because they have not done very well against the nfc east teams the last three plus years the giants obviously saying that they're four and 14 against the nfc east since they went four and two in 2016 um like i've already mentioned this has to change. If the Giants ever want to make the playoffs again, they have to do better against the divisional teams. Now, some some fun facts uh, against the NFC East teams. Uh, in 2019, the Cowboys swept the Giants 
for the third consecutive season. Again, you guys are starting to see the trend here. Three consecutive seasons. That means the Giants are 0-6 the last three seasons against the Cowboys. The Giants are 5-6 at AT&T Stadium and 5-5 at MetLife since those two stadiums have opened. The Skins. The Giants swept the Skins in 2019. It's probably the only team they've been able to sweep the last three-plus years. Um... That's the first time the Giants have swept the skin since 2014. They had split the series the last, um, the, the previous four seasons. The Eagles. The Eagles swept the Giants again for the third consecutive season in a row. Just like the Cowboys. Now, you guys are starting to see where I'm going at, where, where I'm going with this. The Eagles have won the last seven meetings against the Giants. All right? This has to all change. I mean, I get it. There's a new head coach. You have a a second-year quarterback. You know, there's a lot of things you have to take into consideration here. So Giants have to change, you know, the culture here. They have to start winning some games against the the, the NFC East foes. Otherwise, they're never going to win a division. They're never going to make the playoffs because those games in the division are very crucial to the Giants making the playoffs. The fourth thing I'm looking for is home and away travel patterns. Um, the Giants will play their first road game in week two at Chicago. This is going to mark the second straight season the Giants travel to Chicago. Uh, they lost to the Bears last year, 1914, on November the 24th. The Giants will head west twice this season when they travel to the L.A. Rams in week four. They'll visit the uh, the new stadium, Sophie Stadium, I believe it's called, in Los Angeles, and then again in Week 13 when they go when they head to Seattle. Now they'll play back-to-back road games twice this season: Weeks four and five at the Rams and at the Cowboys, and then Weeks 12 and 13 at Cincinnati and at Seattle. They do play back-to-back home games just once this season in uh, Weeks 14 and 15, home against the Cardinals and the Browns. Um, the Giants have shortened weeks three times on the schedule between week one on the month after the Monday night game and the home game against the, the Bears in week two. Week six and seven, they're home against the Skins and then head on a road for the Monday night, the, I'm sorry, the Thursday night game at Philadelphia. And then again, weeks eight and nine, when they play the Monday night game in Tampa on November the 2nd. And then head back on the road to play the Skins on November the 8th. So we've determined who the Week 1 and Week 17 opponents are and where they'll be playing. Uh, We've determined the primetime games. We've determined the divisional games. And we've determined the home and away patterns Uh, for the New York Giants. Now, the next thing that I look for is when do the Giants have their bye week? Now, according to this year's schedule, their bye week is week 11. Now, this is going to be the third consecutive season in a row the Giants have their bye in week 11. Now, technically, if I'm making the schedule and I have some kind of control over where the Giants have their bye, I would... Would I would want that bye week somewhere in the vicinity of uh, weeks four and eight. Just think about it. You have four preseason games, 
And now your 2020 schedule, you have 10 regular season games before your bye week in week 11. That's a 14-week stretch before the Giants have a week off. Now, I understand that they have an 11-day stretch between the Thursday night game in Philly and the Monday night game at MetLife. I'm sure the Giants will probably take advantage of that, but it's still a long time before the Giants have a week off in order to recharge their batteries. It's a long season. You know, players get hurt. Players need need some time off to to recuperate. So if I was making a schedule for the New York Giants, I would want that bye week somewhere in the vicinity of weeks four and eight instead of, you know, later on in the season. Uh, any, any, NFL, any, any NFL team would want that, but unfortunately you can't accommodate all the teams and have the bye weeks in in four between four weeks four and, and eight so that's just my take on it i i hate the fact that the giants have the bye week so late in the season uh, i wish it would have been sooner but it is what it is and finally the last thing i look for uh when looking at the giants 2020 season schedule is games i want to highlight uh, games that I find compelling. Now, compelling in a sense, um, games against you know a Super Bowl champion, an NFC champion, and an AFC champion against a team's uh, you know a, a, a league's top-rated quarterback, um, a former player, you know stuff of that nature. Those those are those are games I find compelling. And in this year's um, schedule, there are a couple of games or a few games actually that I find compelling. Obviously, the Week Three game at home against the San Francisco 49ers is compelling to me because of the fact that the the uh, the, the Niners are the defending NFC champions. So that's always a um, uh, that that series is always that that rivalry has always been. Right at the top for me, because the Giants and Niners have always had uh, a, a a tremendous rivalry. Even though they don't face off against one another as much anymore as uh, as opposed to to years past, but when the when the Giants have the Niners on the schedule, that's always a game that I'm going to circle and highlight and, and make sure that I watch because they're always fun games. Um, uh, the other game that I find compelling, obviously, is going to be that Monday night game in Week 8 against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If you guys don't know, uh, you guys are you guys need to catch up because Tom Brady is no longer a member of the New England Patriots. He's now a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and this is the reason why this this Monday night game in Week 8 against the Bucks is compelling to me. Not only is Brady coming into town to face off against the Giants at MetLife Stadium, but his pal Rob Gronkowski is also now a member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So this game is going to be a whole lot of fun. Last year the Giants came back um, on a touchdown by Daniel Jones late in the game to win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That was a hell of a game. It was a great ending. Uh, it was a proud moment for Daniel Jones. I believe that was the first game he won. So um, this will be even more interesting because of the fact that Tom Brady, even though he's 42 years old, um, he's still uh, considered one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's the all-time best, in, 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 in my opinion. So um, this should be a lot of fun as uh, they come into MetLife. Now, 
The Giants did face off against Tom Brady last year. I believe last year was a Thursday night game. Uh, that was a, um, a, a a big loss by the Giants. Uh, I believe it was 34-14 or something like that. I forget what the score was, but they kicked out butt. So um, maybe some uh, retribution for the Giants against the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. Week 14 uh, is... Um, another game that I'm circling, this game is at home against the uh, Arizona Cardinals. The reason why I'm highlighting this game is because, well, number one, second-year quarterback Kyler Murray is coming to town. Uh, number two, the Arizona Cardinals, if you didn't know, again, you, you need to catch up on your football news because DeAndre Hopkins was traded from the Houston Texans to the Arizona Cardinals in the offseason, giving Kyler Murray another weapon to throw to. So that's going to be exciting. That's going to be a a cool duo to watch during the course of the season. That offense is the the offense and the team in in general, the Arizona Cardinals, are are a a team in transition. I think they're going to be – they were under 500 last year, yeah, but – they're a team that is going to be reckoned with in, in, in years to come. Now, the other reason why this game is compelling to me is because a lot of Giants fans are going to circle this game because of the fact that Isaiah Simmons, who is a member of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, will be playing against the Giants. Now, the reason why I, I bring that up is because a lot of Giants fans are still very angry with uh, Giants general manager Dave Gellman for not drafting Isaiah Simmons uh, with the fourth overall pick, being that Simmons was available at number four. Now, listen, a lot of Giants fans are split down the middle. A lot of them wanted an offensive lineman, and they got one in Andrew Thomas. A lot of them wanted Isaiah Simmons because they wanted the the um, the threatening superstar to be defensive player that the Giants have lacked since the days of you know Justin Tuck and Michael Strahan and. Uh, O.C. Yura and company. But listen, the Giants' obvious need was the offensive line. They've got a second-year quarterback in Daniel Jones who did a lot of running last year, um, did a lot of scrambling. They don't want that. They want Daniel Jones to be protected. But building that offensive line for the New York Giants wasn't just about Daniel Jones. It was also about you know creating holes for Saquon Barkley, who last year, uh, you guys noticed had a lot of problems running north and south through the middle of the line. There wasn't a lot of holes being created by the line. Hopefully this year with the acquisitions that they made with the draft that they would be able to do that. That said, um, I still think that Dave Gellman made the right decision, but this is going to be a game that Giants fans will be watching very closely because of the fact that Isaiah Simmons ended up in Arizona with the eighth pick instead of the Giants at number four. Week 15 against the Browns at home. Now, this is definitely a game I'll be looking for, uh, looking forward for, looking forward to, I should say, and it sucks that I got to wait until week 15 for this game, but it is what it is. OBJ. Odell Beckham Jr. is going to be stepping foot in MetLife Stadium for the first time as a member of the Cleveland Browns. Now, you guys all know the 
you know, the drama that went on uh, a couple of seasons ago when the Giants had signed Odell Beckham Jr. to a big contract and then Odell Beckham Jr. spit that right in the Giants' face after the fact, you know, couldn't keep his mouth shut and just play football. He had to always criticize the organization, the front office, some of his his uh, his players, and so on and so forth. The Giants had had enough of it. Dave Gettleman, who had, you know, prior to trading him, had said, I didn't sign Odell Beckham Jr. to a long-term deal, to a big contract to trade him, and then turns around and does a 360 and trades him to Cleveland. But you know what? This... That trade of Odell Beckham Jr. to the Cleveland Browns was clearly a trade for the... It was in the best interest of the New York Giants. Look, OBJ is a very talented player. He's a tremendous player. Number one, he's done some some things that no player has done before. His one-handed catches are amazing. His talent is superb. There's nobody questions Odell Beckham Jr.'s talent. It was his personality. It was the culture he brought to the locker room. Uh, his his um, you know prima donna style just was not acceptable for the New York Giants, and that's why he's no longer a member of uh, Big Blue. Now, the question here in Week 15, when the Browns come into town to face the Giants and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, hopefully will be will still be part of the Cleveland Browns come week 15 because there have been rumors that the Cleveland Browns have been shopping Odell Beckham Jr. to other teams. Now, I guess we're going to have to wait until after the trade deadline if he's still a member of the Browns uh, come the trade deadline in 2020 to find out if he's still a member of the Browns or not. But that's definitely going to be a game that I'm circling and highlighting because it's going to bring a lot of excitement with Odell Beckham Jr. coming to town. Okay, so we've determined who the Giants will start and finish against and where. Then we looked at the primetime games. We looked at the divisional games. We looked at the home and away travel patterns. We uh, we talked about the bye week. And then we talked about you know games to highlight, games that I find compelling. Now, let's, uh, let's look at the big picture and let's look at the schedule as a whole. So, we've determined that the Giants' week one opponent is going to be Pittsburgh at home on Monday Night Football. In week two, they'll travel uh, for the first time in the season to Chicago. Um, then they'll come home to host the NFC champion San Francisco 49ers in week three. They'll head back on the road for back-to-back road games at the LA Rams and at the Dallas Cowboys weeks four and five. Then they'll uh, they'll come home to host the Skins, the first of five games versus NF- NFC East opponents in six games. That's in week six. Then they'll uh, quickly turn and head back on the road to Philly for a Thursday night game in week seven. Then they'll come home for a Monday night game. Um, they'll have an 11-day stretch there before they play that game on Monday night against the Buccaneers and Tom Brady on Monday night. Uh, and then for the third time in the season, the Giants will travel on a short week, thankfully this time only to Washington, to play the Skins. They come right home to host the Eagles for Week 9 uh, before they head into their bye in Week 11. 
Off their bye week, the Giants head on the road for their second stretch of back-to-back road games at Cincinnati and at Seattle weeks 12 and 13. They'll come They'll come back east for back-to-back home games versus the Cardinals and Browns in weeks 14 and 15. Then they'll go on the road for the last time this season to Baltimore to face off against the AFC North champions. And then finally, the season finale at home at MetLife against the Dallas Cowboys. So before I let you go, um, I just want to point out some fun facts that relate to the Giants' 2020 season schedule and the 2020 NFL schedule in general. So fun fact number one, the NFL has expanded their playoff format for 2020 from 12 teams to 14 teams for the first time since 1990. Now, the... um, the only difference here is going to be that there's going to be one additional team in each conference that makes the playoffs. Uh, the uh, the other change in the format is going to be uh, which team or teams get the bye. Now, up until 2019, two teams in each conference were getting a bye week in the wild card round. Now, with the addition of another team in each conference to the playoff format, only one team will get the bye. Uh, which is obviously the team with the best record in the conference. Fun fact number two is in relation to strength of schedule. Now, I know a lot of you fans out there like to determine whether your team is going to win or lose against a certain opponent during a certain season based on what they did the previous season. You know, their um, winning percentage. I I don't believe in that. Well, I just don't because when you really think about it, between 2019 and 2020, so many things can happen um, that just throws out the whole narrative of strength of schedule and winning percentage and so on and so forth because, you know, a team can have a front office change head coaching change, coordinator change, personnel change. I mean, there's so many things that go on behind the scenes or during the course of uh, transitioning from one season to another. I think it's just wrong that fans will sit sit there and determine, uh, I think the Giants are going to go 8-8 based on what teams did, you know, last season. That's not how it works. It's just not going to work that way. And and the numbers don't always uh, determine that. And case in point, let's look at, you know, some of the teams in 2019. Uh, For instance, the Redskins, Patriots, Rams, Jets, Giants, and Bengals all were determined to have the easiest schedules in 2019 based on their opponents' 2018 records. Now, of those teams, only two finished with winning records, the Patriots and the Rams. And of those two teams, only one made the playoffs. So can you depend on strength of schedule and winning percentage when determining whether or not your team is going to win against certain opponents during the course of the season? No. No, you can't. I'm sorry, you just can't. I I refuse to look at strength of schedule to determine wins and losses in the, in the following season. I I I mean that's just me.
Fun fact number three, the Giants' first five opponents in 2020 won at least eight games. Only one, the 49ers, made the playoffs. Now, you guys are probably saying, oh, well, you talk about uh, strength of schedule and uh, uh, you, 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 don't, uh, you don't believe in that. Well, I don't, but I'm just stating the fact here that the Giants' first five opponents all won at least eight games. Now, a lot of these teams have really good defenses. The 49ers, I think, were the top-ranked defense uh, in, in the league, at least as far as pass defense is concerned. Uh, the Rams had a really, I think, were ranked 10th. Pittsburgh was ranked up there. You know, so there's some good defenses, and not all these teams have made drastic changes to their defenses. But it's just something I wanted to throw out there. Fun fact number four. Three of the last four games on the Giants' schedule are at home. That's key here because when you really think about it, the Giants play five of six NFC East games in a six-game stretch before week 10. Then they'll play um, a bunch of non-divisional games until the finale in week 17. So being that they'll be home three of the last four games and the possibility of the Giants fighting for a playoff spot come those last four games is crucial. Fun fact number five. Uh, for those of you who didn't know, the NFL uses a rotating schedule to determine which teams in each conference besides divisional games each team plays. Now, if you didn't know, this year the Giants not only play the, uh, the NFC East, uh, they also play the NFC West and the AFC North. And because they finished third in the NFC East in 2019, they will host the NFC South team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they will travel to the third place team of the NFC North, the Chicago Bears. All right, guys, I've run out of time. I'm going to stop things right here. Hope you guys did enjoy the show. I had a great time doing it. Uh, remember to rate, like, comment, and subscribe. For more FanCast Live content, be sure to visit our website at FanCastLive.com. And please follow us across all social media platforms at FanCast Live. I also want to thank um, our sponsor today, Well Done Electric. If you're in need of an electrician, please be sure to contact James at 646-671-9411. Tell him John Carlos sent you. All right, Giants fans, till the next time, stay strong, be safe, and stay well. Let's go Giants. Peace.